Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Once again, it is time for your Raw Review. This is your Raw Review for May 2nd, 2022. Can't believe we're already almost halfway through this year. Like, my God, what is happening? Um, This was your go-home show for WrestleMania Backlash, which will be happening Sunday night. Looking forward to this pay-per-view. It has some pretty decent matches on the card. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with it. Uh, I will give my picks for this on our SmackDown study, which will come out Saturday morning. Uh, So I look forward to seeing uh, what you guys think of my picks and what you guys think will be happening at WrestleMania Backlash. But tonight, we kicked off Monday Night Raw with SmackDown's own The Bloodline, led, of course, by our reigning, defending, undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion of the World, Roman Reigns. And, of course, with The Bloodline in the ring, Paul Heyman getting on the mic, as always, doing his shtick that he does. And after that, Roman does get the mic himself and uh, tells uh, North Carolina to acknowledge him. And then interesting things happen. (laughs) RK bro come out of nowhere and RKO the Usos, which leaves Roman by himself. Uh, And then following that, RK bro calls out Drew McIntyre with Angela, the sword, of course, comes out to the ring. Roman clearly looks a little distraught at this point, (laughs) Uh, but Drew does drop the sword, gets in the ring, and RK-Bro decides, all right, you you got this. We'll let you have it. Goes in. Roman tries to pretty much talk his way out of what's about to happen. Obviously, it doesn't happen. Roman then decides to say, screw it, tries to attack Drew, turns into a massive six-man brawl, as uh, the Usos eventually get back in the ring and attack Drew McIntyre, which then causes RK Bro to come back in the ring, and all hell just breaks loose. We have agents, we have refs, we have tons of people coming out to try to separate these six men. Uh, they're doing everything they can to make this match worthwhile um, for the pay-per-view. Um, I know a lot of people are still a little, uh, what's the word I want to use here, perturbed that they spent so much time building up this uh, title unification match for it to be scrapped at the last minute, uh, which I've made my opinion on this abundantly clear. I think this was the smartest move they could have done um, because we don't need less championships in WWE because if you have less championships meaning you'll have the same people on both shows and that means even more people are going to get released and yeah it's just yeah it's 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 not a good look <laughs> so we have that brawl go to commercial we come back everything seems to be hunky dory and then we have ourselves our first in ring action of the night six man tag action as kevin owens with the alpha academy take on the street profits and ezekiel uh, we had another wonderful backstage segment with all six of these men uh, I love that KO is on still on the warpath when it comes to Ezekiel. Uh, so I look forward to seeing whatever payoff that's going to end up happening. Part of me honestly hopes that we do eventually get like some type of something from Elias. And then he just kind of goes off into the sunset and Ezekiel is here to stay. But we'll see. 
Uh, but for this match itself, uh, it was a very, very good match. Uh, KO at the very end, though, helping out his tag partner as Chad Gable is able to get the roll-up victory and get the win for the team. Uh, but KO still looks pretty pissed off. So I'm not sure what's next, but I'm sure it's going to be quite interesting. Uh, after that, uh, it was time to fear Veer once again as he came in and destroyed yet another local talent. Uh, just continuing on the, on the warpath. Um, I'll be interested to see once Veer gets some actual competition, um, how he does. Should be interesting. Uh, after that, it was Damian Priest taking on AJ Styles uh, with the added stipulation that if AJ gets the win tonight, Priest is barred from ringside at WrestleMania Backlash, meaning it will be an actual one-on-one match between AJ Styles and Edge. And lo and behold, even though Edge tried, Priest does fall to AJ and will be barred from ringside. After that, we went to Miz TV with special guest Mustafa Ali. It's nice to see him continuing to be on television. Uh, just knee deep in the uh, title picture uh, for the U.S. championship. Um, oh, and also I forgot to mention, <laughs> if we take a step back for a minute, after AJ got the win in his match against Priest, he got jumped by Edge immediately. So Edge and Priest started attacking AJ, beating him down for Sunday. And then who comes to save the day? Finn Balor himself. So the former Bullet Club leaders, they share themselves a little too sweet. And it looks like he could, uh, AJ could have himself a new friend. So this, this looks pretty good. However, it also makes you wonder if Finn goes by the old adage, if you can't beat him, join him. So I think it'd be very interesting to have Finn join the uh, Judgment Day, but we'll see. So going back to Miz TV, uh, Miz, once again, just doing his best to completely run down Mustafa Ali. As him come out, his music stops playing halfway down the ramp. His microphone doesn't work and edge and edge and uh, Miz just lays into him. Uh, Ali eventually steals Miz's microphone and, you know, has some fireback shots. Crowd gets behind him as always. This leads then to theory to come out and tells Ali that, all right, we'll give you your championship contenders match to see if you can earn a United States championship match but this match will be a two-on-one handicap match you versus uh, myself and the Miz I'm like well this don't look good (laughs) so the match happens right then and there unfortunately Ali is not able to be uh, not able to be victorious so Miz in theory go off and celebrate with some selfies and some videos and Ali while he tries to pick himself back up gets attacked once again by Champa. So we still don't understand why Champa's doing this. I'm hoping within the next week or two, we'll find out why. Um, but Ali and Champa, um, yes, please. I definitely want this to happen. After that, they had a, a video segment from earlier in the day as uh, revolving around the 24-7 championship um, things are not doing so hot between Reggie, Dana Brooke, and one thing leads to another. They run into our truth 
and uh, Tazawa and Tamina. Things are said. Dana pretty much verbally attacking everybody because, you know, she just wants to hold on to the title. They're all trying to ruin everything. And one thing leads to another. And all of a sudden, Nikki A.S.H. comes out of nowhere and attacks uh, Dana, shoves everybody else out of the way. The ref comes in. One, two, three. Nikki A.S.H., your new 24-7 champion. And she runs off and everybody begins to chase. However, Dana, not very happy, obviously, by this, her taking the loss, losing the title, screams out for Reggie and says, if you want to save this marriage, you're going to get me a title rematch tonight. We fast forward to live time, and that's exactly what we have. Dana Brooke taking on Nikki A.S.H. for the 24-7 championship. The 24-7 rules obviously are, like always during actual matches, you know, suspended. So Dana Brooke easily takes back her title. Uh, Then, of course, more shenanigans ensue as uh, Tazawa tries to pin uh, Dana, and so does R-Truth. And Reggie tries to once again. Dana able to kick out of all of them, grabs a mic afterwards and says she wants a divorce from Reggie. So, oh, no, another wrestling wedding falling apart. It's the worst. (laughs) So that saga will continue next week. After that, it was time for appreciation for the drip god himself, Seth Rollins, because last week's with Randy was okay, I guess. So Seth wanted to make sure you have some appreciation for somebody who actually matters. And I'm like, ouch, that's kind of rough. I mean, it's true, but it's still rough. Um, but of course, with everything going on with Seth, Cody Rhodes himself has to make his presence known. And Seth is just beside himself when Cody comes out to interrupt him. I love everything about this feud between these two. It's just, it's so much fun. Um, Cody gets in the ring. They, uh, Cody talk about how through everything that's happened since WrestleMania, Cody's tried his hardest to be, you know, a gentleman about things, to be professional and everything else. But he warns Seth that if he crosses the line, Cody's not going to be so nice about things. And of course, what does Seth do? He crosses that line when he starts talking about the American dream. Dusty Rhodes fight ensues. Cody drops beautiful Cody Cutter in a suit and Seth able to run away. But unfortunately, Seth's jacket ended up in the crowd because Cody picked it up. As Seth was running away and tosses the suit coat into the stands and uh, his, yeah, that wardrobe is not cheap. So I can only imagine that the thing actually is probably already on sale on eBay. <laughs> so that will be a nice, that'll probably be one of the best matches of the night um, during WrestleMania Backlash. So I'm looking forward to that match a lot. Uh, after that, we had a match between Bobby Lashley and Cedric Alexander. Cedric going to MVP stating that he wants to rekindle their business relationship that they had uh, like they did when they were in the herd business together. And MVP's like, no, no, no. It's like, I'm, I've grown past the herd business. I've moved on to bigger things. He points to Omos. Uh, so Cedric's like, fine. You know, he's like, you know, Sheldon's not here. I want to do this by myself. I want you to see how good I am by myself. I wanted a match with Bobby Lashley. So if I win, you know, will you, you know, re- rethink what you, you know, what you're saying? And uh, 
So MVP kind of thinks about it for a moment and goes, you know what? All right, we'll be watching. We'll see what happens. So fast forward to the match itself. As the match gets started, Omos, MVP make their way out and verbally just try to run down and interfere with the match, uh, trying to cause distraction after distraction. Uh, Cedric tries his best to try to take advantage of it. Sometimes he was able to, other times not so much. Uh, And then Lashley was able to get the victory via the Hurt Lock, in spite, of course, of Omos and MVP trying to run verbal interference. So after that... We went to our main event of the night, which was six-woman tag action as Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, and Sonya Deville took on Liv Morgan, Asuka, and the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. Now, earlier in the night, uh, we had a, a little meeting between Sonya and Adam Pierce, and Adam Pierce effectively, for the night, stripped Sonya Deville of her WWE official powers due to what had been happening uh, with her and her abuse of power and upper management looking into what's going on. So tonight she was just going to be a competitor. And this six woman tag match was a lot of fun. Before we get to the ending, there was an interesting bit uh, where they talked, they had a section with our truth and Reggie talking about the upcoming divorce and how our uh, truth is not an Esquire, but a a Squire. And uh, he's certified for a lot of things out there, folks. So you need some help, you contact our truth. (laughs) Um, But as they walk by, we see a distraught Nikki A.S.H. after obviously losing her title moments ago. You see Dewdrop walk back into the picture. Now, Dewdrop's been out for a little while as well. So it's interesting to see her come back. So she walks over to Nikki and tells her, are you done screwing around? You t- are you ready to take things seriously? And then he just kind of looks at her and goes, yeah. Dujar puts a hand on her shoulder, and that's how that segment ends. So I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay. So they're both from Scotland. So that could be obviously very interesting. And if this is more of an actual heel turn for Nikki, this could be the end of Nikki ASH. She could go back to Nikki Cross. I don't know. I like it. Um, it's, it's due to, you know, it's, it's due for a change. Um, I loved I actually really did enjoy the Nikki ASH character, but it had run its course and it's time for a change. So I'm interested to see what Dewdrop and Nikki end up coming up with going forward. But going back to the six man, uh, the six women tag match, a lot of fun to watch. Um, they had a good 15 to 20 minutes and a little bit of a surprise for the victory here. Liv Morgan getting the pin on Sonya Deville using Oblivion uh, to get the job done as the show goes off the air. So pretty good. Uh, I, it was a go-home show for WrestleMania Backlash, but this just seemed like a like a regular Raw. There really wasn't anything overly special with it, um, but I did enjoy it. Uh, I look forward to seeing what SmackDown has uh, as the last trip before we go into the pay-per-view. Uh, a reminder, everybody, obviously, the NXT narrative will be coming out on Wednesday morning, uh, covering the previous night's event uh, from NXT. Um, apologies for not having an above the ring uh, episode uh, on Monday. Um, just time constraints uh, between Sam and I, and we just weren't able to get it done this week. So apologies for that. But we will try to get back uh, next weekend and uh 
see what we can do. All right. So that's it for the show tonight, guys. Thank you once again for listening, as always. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook as Ship It Above the Ring. Find us on YouTube, uh, on Instagram as underscore Above the Ring, and on YouTube as Above the Ring. You can find myself pretty much everywhere, Scotty J Stream. You can find this podcast or basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If we're not on one that you're listening to, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way we can do all your one-stop shopping. And add a little bedlam to your day from over the ring. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Totally appreciate it. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. Most importantly, though, do not forget to ship it and join the bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.